Hey, I heard you had a show coming up. Yeah, this weekend you coming? Dude, I will be there. Nice. So you got your tickets? Oh, not yet. I'm gonna get them tomorrow, though. The show's sold out. Don't worry. I, I got you on the guest list. Oh man, you're the best. Can I get a plus one? Uh, don't push your luck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode two of On the Guest List. With you today is your boy, Colin. We have Cowboy Dave back in the building. David, how are we? I'm doing great. Um, No spoilers, but I'm doing great. (laughs) Good to know. And as a special guest host today, we have host of My Mom's Basement, bass player for Pup Punk, fucking great guy. We have Robbie Fox in the building. Robbie, how are we, bud? I'm doing well. I was talking to you guys a little bit right before we started, but... Uh, today I feel like I'm finally getting over jet lag after like seven days of just taking like sleep shifts and going to take, going to sleep super early, sleeping nine hours through alarms, like not even paying attention to it. So I'm finally getting acclimated to just being alive today. What was the time difference from New York city or even, even the States? I guess it doesn't really matter to Abu Dhabi. I was nine hours ahead in Abu Dhabi. Dude, that international travel always seems like a good idea, and it's fun while you're there. But the repercussions of coming home are such a bitch. It's like almost like weighs down what you just did. I had like a flight from hell on the way back, too. It was like a 30-hour travel day in total in that I had an 18-hour flight, a six-hour layover, and then like a six-hour flight back home. And on the 18-hour flight, this guy spilled his drink. He was a nice guy sitting next to me, but he fell asleep, and then he spilled his drink on my leg, and I had a damp sock for half the flight. That is one of worse the than worst a damp things. Sock. Nothing. Oh. The only thing worse is wet jeans. Wet yeah. jeans is probably the worst thing ever. Dude, before we get into music, on my flight back from a honeymoon from Italy, uh, I got really fucked up the night before, and I threw up in the line, in the passport line. Like, I threw up on myself in the passport line. And then covered in puke, had to go hand my passport to the guy. And then... Were, were you wearing, like, Philadelphia merch so people knew? I was wearing a Sixers hoodie that I threw out. So what I did was, because my wife and me were standing there, and I was like, I'm going to fucking throw up. I know it. And she's like, don't you fucking dare. We're at an international checkpoint. And I was like, hold my shit. I got to go. So I tried finding the bathroom in the terminal. Nothing. I sat down, gave up. And I was like, well, it's just going to happen. So I stood up, and I put my hand in front of my face, and I fucking projectile vomited all over myself. And the oh, best man. part is there was like you, a security. You two are made for each other. Dude, seriously. Oh, my God. Well, well, the worst part was there was a security guard sitting there staring at me. And he was just looking at me like, what the fuck, dude? And I, like, I was like, yo, I'm so sorry. Like, my bad. And I like, Dana's calling me. And she's like, yo, get your ass over here right now. Like, we need to go through. They're not going to let me through to America. And I was like, all right, whatever. This is what it is. And I handed the dude my, my passport. And he just looked at me like, you piece of shit. And I was like, whatever, dude, just let me through. So I threw my clothes out. I went to the Gucci store and I sprayed a bunch of cologne all over myself. And then I went home, like a 13 hour flight home. But I digress. We're lucky enough to have two guests today. Of course, we have Robbie Fox, but we also had a long conversation with Pete Lyman. Pete Lyman's a monster in the music industry. Uh, Pete's a mastering engineer. He's been nominated for Grammys. He's worked on a ton of albums that we absolutely love, and we were lucky enough to have a long conversation with him. So that's coming up later. But let's get back to Robbie. Uh, as a fellow musician, as a member of Pop Punk, what has this year been like for you? No shows? No making music? Do you miss it? Oh, yeah. I mean... I, I haven't gotten to experience playing shows enough to like miss shows. Cause still when we get the opportunity to play them, it's like, Whoa, we get to like do this. We get to get together and practice. It's still like kind of a cool opportunity for us. So I don't miss it in the same way you probably do. I don't have the touring experience or whatever, 
But uh, I miss going to concerts more than anything. Going to concerts is like my favorite thing in the world. Before the pandemic, it was like the only thing I ever spent money on was concert tickets. Like I don't buy clothes. I don't buy whatever. I just buy concert tickets all the time. So I had like so many concerts that I already had tickets to that got canceled. And, you know, who knows when they're coming back. So that's what I miss the most. I have no idea, and I'm tired of getting that question asked to me. It's like, yo, Bodney, when are you playing shows again? I'm like, I have no idea. Nobody fucking knows. <laughs> when the world goes back to normal. <laughs> yeah, when we can do anything. It'll be hard to some extent. Real quick, before we – one thing we usually do on the old podcast is we would go through some tour stories to kind of set the stage for the podcast and what we're going to talk about. And kind of in this scenario, I want to give it as a way to kind of give Dave a bigger view into what it's like to be a musician. And so this is a situation for if you're a musician who's listening to the podcast – you can tell whether or not you're in the right place. So our situation for today is if you're a musician who has ever worked a job at a shitty restaurant at night and then the next morning driven 15 hours to go play a TV spot in a different state and then gone on tour, all just to make a dream happen, you're in the right fucking place. Dave, let me fucking tell you, when you start becoming a rock star, when you start cutting your teeth, this shit happens all the time. I was bartending in Center City, Philadelphia, and I had the flu. And I worked a 12-hour shift, and then as soon as I left, somebody picked me up, and we drove 15 hours to Nashville. I slept in a NyQuil coma for 15 hours, and in the morning at 7 a.m., we played a morning show in Nashville on NBC. And then we went on tour for three weeks. So I want to ask you real quick, what's the worst job you ever had? Well, I got fired from my very first job ever. It was (laughs) when I was 16 years old. Like, in my house, the day you turn 16, you were expected to have a job. And I went up, I, I looked for a few places. I wound up working at Target. And this is in the summer of 2005. I was 16 years old. And um, I think I was making seven fifty an hour, which nice. was minimum wage. And I was stocking the shelves in the dairy in the frozen section. And they had this thing, it's called zoning. And at the end of every night, I think it closed at 10 p.m., you had to reach into the freezer and pull all the shit to the front. And by the end of it, your fucking hands are freezing. You don't get gloves or anything. Be like, mm. You might recognize this next one from the end of a uh, fight club and be like, Jesus Christ, they're doing a shitty Pixies cover again. <laughs> but I had to give that one a shout out because of that. Fact. Oh, and two from superhero movies. Just to, just to like play it to uh, you, you know, my interest. The times are changing. Bob Dylan and Watchmen, the intro, mm. so good. When they showed uh, the comedian is the one that shot JFK and they kind of changed history yep. like that shit. That's so cool. And Immigrant Song and Thor Ragnarok. You have to shout out Immigrant Song. It's great the perfect, the perfect theme for Thor. Perfect. And yeah, I agree because I, 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 um, I looked up some shit online about uh, superhero movies. And the one that came out to me, obviously, is the entire soundtrack to Gardens of the Galaxy. I just went with Hooked on a Feeling. It's perfect. It sets the entire scene for that movie. Um, the only other one I had I wrote down was My Hero by the Foo Fighters in Varsity Blues. Did you- I was thinking of putting that one in there too, yeah. But I, I didn't want to like do the whole Foo Fighters thing. We just interviewed Chris Shiflett. I know. But I wrote It'd be it fitting. They got an album out this week. We could celebrate yeah, them a little bit. I'm sure they need all the press they can get. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> but So I wrote down My Hero because – in this laziest form of movie making of all time, they use the same song twice. They, in two different football scenes in that movie, like in the middle of the game, they use My Hero. And every time I watch it, I think that it, like the fucking scene skipped. Like for some reason, like they couldn't find another song to put in there, but they just used My Hero twice throughout the movie. So that was my second one. Dave, do you have any honorable mentions? Um, I didn't have any off the top of my head, but I mean, we talked about two of them already. 
Um, not really. Um, there's a, there's a, so there, I, we can go to TV if you want. There's a, I don't even remember the episode, but um, they play Tumbling Dice by the Stones Ooh. at the end of an uh, Entourage episode. And what the fuck? Dude, I was going to say, the end of Entourage used to have the best, best, best music. Whoever, Always. I don't know if it was Doug Ellen. Dude, they used Lucky so Man by The Verve at the end of, like, season Dude. one of, one no, of no, the seasons. No. Dude, fucking, all right, there, there's my answer. Lucky Man by The Verve in uh, The Girl Next Door. Oh, it's, great it's movie. Perfect. Dude, Dude that's such a good song. The Verve is so fucking underappreciated. They Richard Ashcroft is so underrated, dude. Yes. No, and I agree. I'm glad you brought up Entourage because their uh, music director is Scott Berner, who does uh, other tone podcasts with Pharrell Williams. So I know this because I looked this shit up because I'm a nerd. But uh, he would pick a different band for every season. Like season two of Entourage is all Kings of Leon's second album. But the one to me that always sticks out is the end of season six when it's going to California. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. That's Man, perfect. Dude, is dude that, when, the music you know, in that show is unbelievably good. It's so good. It is so good. They do it. They even when, even the hip hop is such a good time capsule for the the year of whatever season came out. Like oh, I've been yeah. rewatching some of it with the trend. We'll just throw episodes on at night when we need like something where we're like we're not going to be up for another hour. Let's throw on an entourage. And the music is every time it's like oh shit you remember this song like it, it it's just so so perfectly early 2000s i love watching that show because they all have like sidekicks or like some shit like that like it really is a time capsule and uh i would love to get fucking doug ellen on here i know he has a podcast i would love to talk because yeah. i just my dog's name is Vinny chase that's my dog's actual name <laughs> my dog he's a, he's a superstar we saw him we're like he's a fucking superstar we got a name of Vinny chase so that's what my, my dog Vinny is jerry ferrara here and there so Oh, that was that was one of those pinch me moments at Barstool, just playing Call of Duty with Jerry Ferrara. Like, what, what in the world is going on? He's the fucking most normal good dude ever. Yeah, with, with him, him, Glenny, and Smitty. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is life, dude? A couple uh, idiots and turtle. And turtle. All right, so that's our episode this week. Uh, big thank you to Robbie Fox for coming on, talking some music, talking some movies. Uh, Robbie. I want more pop punk, dude. I need. We need more covers. We need more original songs. We need. Some, we need some performances. There was recently breaking news. There was recently uh, the the group text has been activated recently oh! by one PFT comment commenter, um, and he had a pretty sweet idea for some covers. So I think you can expect some. You know, I would say the next few months, maybe some more pop punk coming soon. And then we'll have a Foxtrot and White Sox Dave crossover where we have Dave enter the chat and fucking rip a solo. Um, well, part of the part of the idea is maybe bringing other people in and and like for to do like one off covers with us. Like, oh, we'll bring in so and so to do a cover. I think like the, there's random people in our office that play instruments that we're still finding out about that we're like, Bro. you play an instrument? Are you kidding me? Nick Hamilton, who's like the, the man who does it all in our friggin' office, he plays piano. He's like a fucking great piano player. We're like, are, are you kidding me? Why don't you? do a piano thing with us carl can kill the piano too carl Very. another one exactly whenever he's in new york like doing something with carl doing i mean casey grew up playing the harp bro this is the what harp. i'm saying though i said this the day before we started the podcast and i said you got there's so much music at barcelona there's so many talented people i, I colin I, one of our cameramen posted a, a video of him playing guitar the other day i was like colin why don't you tell us i felt like jack black and school of rock why don't you tell us you rock <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cool enough. Uh, no, we're going to make something happen. There's something in the works here, and I fucking love it. Uh, Dave, do we have anything else today? Do we? 
I don't know. It's your. It's the end of the episode. No, was, no. I, just, I thought just throwing like, it to you. Plug your no, Twitter, Dave. Uh, yeah, just follow us <laughs> along on the on the journey. We'll call it over the next year. Um, now that we got Robbie on the show, um, I told Robbie open invite for as much or as little as he wants to, you know, do make this work with us. And I already have a venue in Chicago locked down for Pup Punk and Fox trying to get down for uh, just a bang out bang out rager. Whenever we want to do it, uh, it'll hold about a thousand. Whenever the world gets back together. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, I was hoping come December, about a year from now, um, that that would be doable. We'll see. Obviously, that's not up to us. But the the venue's done. Like a thousand people, um, and we just rock out for four, awesome. five, ten, twelve hours. And this is where Dave makes his glorious debut into the world of rock and roll, and that's how we're gonna fucking do yeah. it. I mean, I, you know what it's gonna be, Robbie. He's gonna get blackout before he hits the stage. He's gonna fall off like it's Dave Grohl. It's gonna be. It's gonna be chaotic. I can't wait. Not true. I'm gonna fucking bust out Voodoo Child for the mess. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna make sure you sleep on your side that night so you don't Voodoo Child oh yourself. God. I'm gonna look at Dave before we go on stage and be like, Dave, you ready? There's just gonna be this blank look on his face, like oh, I'm fucked up. Dude. <laughs> All right, that's our episode for this week. We'll catch you next week. Fuck you guys. We love you.